It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! What's up, Aggie Nation? It's time for a Big Blues Day edition of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm the Aggie fan, Dan, and we are bringing you unique insight on Aggie athletics each and every week. If you love USU, then we will get you covered on all the teams wearing the Aggie blue and the fighting white. Today, we are talking about the 3-0 start with the comeback kid Aggie striking again. Also, Devin Tompkins is currently the best wide receiver in the league, and someone named Bobby Wagner is the best defender in the league, and we have the stats to back it up. This is your Big Blues Day podcast. Let's get started. All right, with that out of the way, yeah, let's get it started. Um, so, so thanks for following Aggie Nation. I just really appreciate each and every week we're, we're in the thick of football season. So I love talking about that. Um, That's kind of, well, that is what we are talking about this week and what a week it has been with, with the NFL um, and the Aggies. Let's just start with our current Aggies. Um, the 3-0 starts. So the Aggies are 3-0 for the first time since 1978. So 1978, we had a pretty good start. We we stumbled a little bit, and back then they didn't give bowls out like it was free candy. So um, it, it ended up with like a 7-4 and four record and lost to the U. We did beat BYU that year and some good teams. Um, I saw that we played a team. I think we played Idaho State in Japan randomly so I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting I was re- just reading up on the 1978 team but um, you look at that and I mean the last time Utah State um, started 2-0 and they actually went 11-2 and 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 won the famous Idaho Potato Bowl in 2012 so 3-0 looking impressive but we get to the meat of the schedule the, the, I think the Aggies did benefit they played some solid teams I think all three teams Air Force and North Dakota, solid FCS program, and the Washington State Cougars are all solid teams. I will say Washington State is solid, but not at the P5 level. I think they kind of belong at a at a G5 level, but I think the Aggies are looking great. They had a surprise. It was surprisingly a shootout. It was a right. It was a forty-nine to forty-five win over the Air Force Falcons. Two great defenses but the defenses were anything but great um that night and looking at it i mean i think the aggies are doing awesome if you look at for example north dakota beat drake this week 38 to 0 so that shows you what caliber of a fcs program we played the week before um but but it, it was wasn't an easy game there were some blows um I still am a little bit bugged. I I know Sunday morning I I was jokingly said good morning to everyone except the Air Force defender that made a late hit on our our guy Logan Bonner, and I always have the caveat like you know I appreciate all that the military schools do to us so I'm I'm very careful what what I I say I know I like to joke around but 
but seriously, I, I, I salute and, and respect all that you guys do, but please don't, <laughs> um, do our, our quarterbacks dirty. Like don't, don't make late hits. Just like if, if he's clearly throwing the ball after a couple seconds and then you still are like, Oh, I'm going to like pretend like I already have momentum and then hit him. It's like, no, you clearly saw that he got, he got the ball out. And so anyways, my rant on that is over. <laughs> so it was a great game. The shovel pass. I know some of you were talking about that. What? That was so awesome. Uh, I know some BYU fans were saying, oh, Zach Wilson's was just as good last year. But no, we got two great quarterbacks. And I I think Andrew Peasley is an underrated thrower. Like The dual threat definitely helps him out. Um, but Logan Bonner is the best thrower, thrower on the team. And Andrew Peasley, so when Logan Bonner's hurting, um, then Andrew Peasley is great for, for us. Uh, it's been nice to get that. I, I feel like if you're the Aggies, you feel happy because um, you're incorporating him, Andrew Peasley, enough that he's not going to be looking elsewhere, hopefully. You're going to have these guys this season and, and hopefully a good quarterback room in the seasons to come because I mean, the Aggies hurting them up 22. That That's a real thing. I think the Aggies are going to be a great team, hopefully this year and years to come. I mean, it, it is still early, and they're 3-0, and but we'll see. I, I heard rumors that if, if bowl games can't get canceled, then, yeah, we might need to get seven or eight, or eight, or eight wins to secure a bowl. But 3-0, um, at this rate, uh, the only non-conference I'm a little bit worried about, we'll talk about next week. Uh, BYU, but um, if we, so even if we lose that, I'm pretty sure we'll beat New Mexico State Aggies three and one in in the non-conference, and so we would, and we're already one and zero oh in in conference play, so basically even if we're just like a 500 record, I I really like our chances. I I know some some there's some bull projections and everybody except for looking at you, Mister Big Game Boomer, <laughs> but everybody's is kind of starting to hop on the Aggie bandwagon, at least as far as making a bowl game. There's no, like, pl- college playoff implications. Unfortunately, uh, I'm a little frustrated. I need to, I, I still need to do some research on who the voter voters were that are, are, like, putting Fresno State in the top 25. Like, great. Good job, Fresno State. You all, you've also already lost a game to Oregon. I get it's Oregon. But, come on, like... The Wyoming got a vote, and the Aggies didn't, and the AP, which is kind of more respected. I guess the one that matters more than anything is the college football playoff rankings. So, um, I I guess I guess we ha- if we want it, we got to go out there and prove it because the the voters are thinking, okay, Aggies, like you, yeah, good job, but you haven't beaten anybody good yet. So if we beat a Boise State team, is that good enough? I mean, Boise State is. One and two. So if you're if you're a lazy voter, you're probably thinking, oh, the Boise's just not good. But nope, they guys they they lost a close one to Oklahoma State, a good P five program, and a close one to a future P five program in UCF. So so I don't know. I, I mean, the, 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 we got we had two votes in the coaches poll, so that's good. I think we'll we'll start getting votes um, if we were to be a top fifteen. Who knows what BYU will be ranked next week after they win? I know it's counterintuitive to what we do as Aggie fans. Like some some of you guys just want BYU to suffer every week, but 
we will actually be doing pretty good if BYU can hold on and win. And if we win two unbeaten teams, well, let's not look ahead and <laughs> make make this Boise State a trap game. I, I mean, I know they're not a state, but we we got to be focused. But um, just just to highlight a couple of amazing Aggies. So I actually was watching this while I was in Seattle. I was celebrating my wife's birthday. She's always wanted to see Seattle. I, I wore my Bobby Wagner jersey all weekend, trying trying to hopefully meet him. I didn't. I didn't go to this Top Pot Donut place because I heard Pete Carroll um, goes there and, and likes it. Um, I, I meant to ask them what donut Pete Carroll prefers, but I don't know if they would have honestly known because there's a lot of different locations out there, but really great donuts if you get a chance to go. And, and yeah, go see the... Uh, maybe you'll, you can catch Bobby Wagner at a Seahawks game or definitely go see the Space Needle. But anyways, enough of my little travelogue there. So just a little bit more news and notes on on Air Force and the Aggies. So Calvin Tyler Jr. had a 61-yard rushing touchdown to to have the go-ahead. And I think there was, I counted, if you, if you go on thehighsports.com, you'll see our recap. But I think it was about three or four times where we trailed by double digits. Um, throughout the game is usually like 10 or 11 points but you felt like yeah the Aggies have a chance and the way this comeback team has been uh, if you if let's say we spot the other team touchdown maybe two touchdowns like somewhere in between there that that the Aggies know like okay it's just a score or two we can get this so I think that was really uh, promising to see what the Aggies were able to do um Looking like that the Aggies are are doing awesome this year. Um, total, we had we had fourteen third down conversions, so that was great. We were doing pretty good on that, and six hundred twenty eight total yards. We did allow six hundred nineteen yards, so that's so that gives me some cause for concern. I mean, I know Air Force is a hard team to prepare for. They're not they're not a traditional a pro style like spread offense, but they have that option and you just saw them running around and, and sometimes the Aggies got caught off guard and they paid the Air Force is athletic they'll make you pay for it and, and they did um, there was one bad interception but Air Force had one too so I think overall we, we were like we're looking like a good, good offense like and and I, I saw a funny tweet today um, people were saying like the Aggies look like a different team because they are like they've had like 13 15 that a transfer is like they've had they've had some good turnover in a good way um, because last year you looked at just how they're recruiting and just everything looked pretty down but uh, our coaching staff has worked their tails off and I think they're going to reap the fruits of their labor um, this year yes but also heard him up 22 I'm excited um, if you guys haven't yet I I, I I was talking to Brian Phillips and he, he was saying yeah we definitely need to shout out what he's doing there. Um, so let, let me give you his Twitter handle. If you're not already following Brian Phillips, you, you got to. It's Brian Phillips A1, like the steak sauce. So Brian Phillips, so P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S, and Brian spelled B-R-I-A-N, and then A1. And so then you're, you're caught up on, on all the recruiting news. If you go to his website, it's called 
BigBlueUSUAggieNews.com. I think it's new. He used to work for 24-7 Sports, but but he's doing a great job. I'm, I'm just so excited to see see what he's doing. He, he's always tweeting stuff about the Aggies and just doing a really good job. Him and the Aggie Up podcast, just shout out to you guys. Um, anyways, with that out of the way, so so yeah, we, we talked a lot about the current Aggies. Let's talk about one more current Aggie, and and then we will get to Bobby Wagner and his amazing performance. As I was leaving Seattle, he decides to just have a monster game. Wish I could have seen it, but we'll have to next time. But anyways, so first of all, Devin Tompkins, what? Uh, like I, I, we haven't even talked about him yet, and and because I I've been saving it for for now, but he is the leading rusher of or not rusher. He he I'm sure he can run fast. We we've seen his touchdowns, but he's the leading he's the leading receiver for the Aggies with 454 yards on the season. And where does that rank in the FBS in college football? It is number one. So guys, he is one of the best in the nation. And I know he's going to get some tests. He's going to have some of the best corners from Boise and, and uh, some people from BYU. Gonna, they're going to try to stop him. I feel like nobody really on any of these lesser teams can stop him. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they match up with Boise. And by the way, if you haven't already, I will link it in the show. Please go back and listen to our preview on Boise that we did in our summer series with Riley A. Baller. He's a big Boise fan. He's a classy guy, though, guys. He's not one of those crazy orange, like, blue smurf. I mean, he is he is passionate about his team, but he's a classy guy. So be sure to listen to that. Give him a follow. Maybe maybe you can give him a little bit of a hard time if the Aggies win, but just, yeah, it's all it's all love, right, guys? Like, uh, I, we know that, yeah, Boise is a team that we don't like because <laughs> they're just really good every year, and currently they're about a 66% favorite to win at, in our house but the Aggies um, are looking to take care of business it'll be interesting to see what happens but uh, again talking a little more about Devin Tompkins so what does this mean that he has 454 yards his long um, catch was 75 yards he has three touchdowns in the season ties Brandon Bowling for most touchdowns on the team and he's been here since 2018. It's not like he's just started doing it. Last year, I feel like he was one of the, the only bright spots on our offense. Like, I feel like we would score like maybe once or twice per game when we were just terrible. He was not terrible, guys. He was good. There was just some coaching and some just team chemistry issues. But those have been solved. I think it just goes to show you how a great motivated coaching staff that is creative and trying to make things fun but also work hard it's awesome to see what the Aggies have done and let's talk a little bit about Devin Tompkins and how he might rank among the Aggie greats so I was just checking the leading Aggie receivers so let's see if you can guess I'll give you a couple seconds to guess the leader in career receptions all right did you guys say Unquavian Tarver, nope, that wasn't him. He was fourth with 160. Kendall Smith is is third with 169. Kevin Curtis, if, for any of you Eagles fans, he was 174. And keep in mind, in just two seasons, and, and then 178 for Kevin Robinson. 
um, in the in the two thousands. So he's number one. Um, how far off is Devin Tompkins in his career? Let's take a look, shall we? Um, so for receptions, so he has made. So he might have a ways to go in receptions, because because he didn't have a lot his freshman year. Um, in total, he has ninety four receptions. So if if he keeps doing well and and trying to perform at a high high level, I I think. Um, I I think he could be in the top ten. Hunter Hunter Sharp is tenth with one hundred and thirty seven. So we we will see how he does what happens on career receptions. So the single season receptions, the best was Kevin Curtis one hundred. I don't think he's catching that and. The most in a season, it looks like it was, or, or the 10th most, or yeah, 11th. There's a three-way tie for 10th at 66. And so he's never had 66. He had 40 receptions in 2019. Last year, not as much in a shortened season. So I think he's on in pace to having a pretty good receptions, but it's the amount of, of yards per reception, like 13.5 yards per reception. He's doing great this year. Um, all right, so receiving yards, Kendall Smith leads the way for the Aggies in the, in the 80s. He has, he had 2,943 yards, and currently, how many career yards does, does Evan Tompkins have? 1,269, so he would be hard-pressed to catch Kendall Smith, but, I mean, single season, I think he's looking pretty good. So, the, the 10th place, Tracy Jenkins, is, is 2,070 I mean, Kevin Curtis is up there at number two, 2,789. Kevin Robinson, 2,485. So, career-wise, can he get to 2,070? I think he can, or only three games into it. He's already had 454 yards. Let's say he keeps his pace, adds 1,200 more yards. That would put him in, like, somewhere around 2,400. So, that would put him in maybe the top five. Like, the fifth place is 2,422, Rod Moore. So he's looking to be, I think, in, in a lot of categories, um, a top five, if not top ten in most categories. You could be seeing his name when it's all said and done. And single season record for yards. So the least, or so Kevin Curtis leads the way with 1,531. So that is the most, the tenth most is 1,067. So currently three games into it with um 454 yards i mean he's already on pace guys i don't know if he'll catch this it but if there was a record that he could hit this year i think it's one of them could be kevin curtis the the single season um yards receiving yards so oh man we're gonna just go through all these because i'm so excited to see his name up there so single game okay so we've the the biggest one, oh wow! So I'm seeing one, Aaron Jones. I I I make I don't mistake this with the, the Aaron Jones on the Packers because this guy was in 2000. But against Boise State, he had 297 yards, and all these guys in the top 10 are above 200. Um, if we look at the game log for this year, um, the most I've seen, okay, 188. So he was flirting with the top 10, but didn't quite get the top 10 this last week, but he's had two big ones, 172 against Notre Dame 
and 188 against Air Force. He did only have only have 94 yards receiving. He didn't hit the century mark against Washington State, which makes me think, okay, when he starts playing Boise State and BYU, I don't know if he's going to break 200, but maybe you put him against UNLV or something, yeah, he might do some damage. Um, so we'll have to see. I think this is one of his best years. I don't think he's really surpassed those. I'm looking at his his past game logs, and yeah, he didn't cross the century mark last year in any game. I think just having a better fit, it's awesome. And in 2019, he, I mean, yeah, he was with guys like CLC Mariner and Ronquavian Tarter, Tarver when he was like a, a lower classman. So yeah, I'm not seeing um, 100 point breakout games, but he's great, and he's kind of sneaky good. He's only five foot eight, so he's not one of those tall receivers, but he is a quick receiver, and he's tough. He can catch the ball, and and I'm really excited to just see what he can do. Just a lot of experience. Just a Aggie I love to see play. He's really um, expanded his game. And then, let's see, any more? Okay, so the receiving touchdowns career. How many does he have on his career? Let's take a look. So, in his career, he has... Eight receiving touchdowns. Okay, only one run, rushing touchdown, but eight receiving touchdowns. So a lot of them coming this year and then in 2019, four touchdowns. Uh, last year, I do remember that he had like one touchdown and it was like the only bright spot. I think it was against Nevada. I remember watching it and just being kind of disgusted with how we were, we were playing. But um, I, I'm, I'm definitely hoping to see some more uh, touchdowns out of him uh, because he's not a touchdown machine in the past, but... So it would be hard to get in in the top. So there's a three-way tie for 10th There's for 16 touchdowns career. Kendall Smith has 25 touchdowns, so that's probably out of reach. But if he's at 8, if he can find a way to double that and get to yeah 16, that would be cool to be tied with some of those guys. And if he's already had 3, if he I mean if he keeps that pace up, then yeah, he would get it. So So let's see what he can do there. And then lastly, one more. The single-season touchdowns record was 14 by Tracy Jenkins. So I think single-season, he's having such a great season so far. I think he can be one of the top 10 receivers single-season-wise. Um, so Tracy Jenkins had 14 in 1990, and then a couple like 11, 10, 9. So he's already at um, the 3 this season. And so I think he'll eclipse 2019 into his four there. So so let's see, um, as the schedule maybe gets a little bit tougher, can he climb his way up and get, if he gets that nine or eight, like I said, he he's just, he, he's going to put himself in the top 10 career-wise with like kind of, yeah, that 16 or 17 range. So let's see what he can do. Um, I'm done talking about Devin Tompkins. We could spend a whole time with him, but. Lastly, let's just talk about Bobby Wagner, shall we? He had a monster game. I think he set the Seahawks um, tackles record. He just had a monster level. Like, guess how many tackles he had? Not 10, not 15. Just looking here. He had 20 tackles. 16 of them were solo. So I do got to reach out to my BYU fan friend. Uh, Beta Turtle was, was or, or somebody was saying, like, maybe it wasn't him, but some of you BYU fans were saying, oh, they weren't all solo tackles. Okay, 16 of them are solo tackles. So <laughs> one sacked, one tackle for a loss. 
yeah, the Titans got the better end of the because they won thirty three to thirty in overtime. But Bobby Wagner can't do it all, guys. Like this isn't the Legion of Boom that he's surrounded with. He is the one remaining Legion of Boom left. At some point, I'm going to do some type of um, Mount Rushmore, Mount Boommore, if you will, just because I believe that Bobby Wagner's down there. Um, I don't remember all the names, but of course the big mouth, Richard Sherman has to be there, and, and Ch Cam Chancer was a beast. Like We're, we're, we're going to have to talk about that and maybe who gets that fourth spot, um, but those are some names that came to mind. But Bobby Wagner, is like, looking at this, he's like the one remaining person on the Legion of Boom that won the Super Bowl in 2014. I remember on KSL or on ESPN, they were interviewing him, and it's great to see him on Sundays. He's just this big, I mean, you know, he was a two-star coming out of out of high school. He wasn't a big guy, and he was raw, but he just was bulked up. He, he looks like a freaking, um, what's it called, just like a, a Greek god or something, if you will. Um, I, I don't know. He just, he, he's, he, he's really... He's a high-caliber NFL player, and he's somebody that I wouldn't, and I'm sure none of you would want to get hit by. I'm sure opposing defenses have their eye out for him. Uh, he is the middle linebacker, so he's like the quarterback of the defense. When I'm playing with him on Madden, I am always like like to use him as a ball hawk, and, and he just flies to the ball. He, he wasn't on the best of the Aggie teams. He, his senior year, he finally helped get the Aggies back to a bowl game for the first time since 1997. So in 2011, I that was really awesome, and and I'll, I'll definitely look forward to hopefully one day I'll get be able to meet Bobby Wagner. I almost did once, but didn't didn't quite get his signature on my... But but I have a couple of signatures on the football, um, my Aggie football. One, I will say, so Nick Vigil had a, a pick six to the house. So, so congrats to, to Nick Vigil, another... Former Aggie, I've, 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 yeah, I met both of the Vigil brothers, and that was cool. So yeah, for the Minnesota Vikings, I don't think the Vikings did all that great this last week, but yeah, I'm just excited to see what what happens with with them. Um, so yeah, Vikings barely lost to the Cardinals, so tough break. But anyways, Bobby Wagner, twenty tackles. All right, just for fun. Let's go and see how many tackles Fred Warner had this last week. I'm sure he had a lot, but I don't think he had 20. Let's look at his game log. He, okay, against the, okay, so last week he had 11 tackles against the Detroit Lions. Pretty easy team. Okay, so against the Eagles, he only had seven, and five were solo, so like, and two were assisted, so he, I mean, he's doing good. I don't mean to... Like Fred Warner's doing doing okay, um, and the 49ers. They, I mean, they won their first game, the second game they, um, yeah, they beat the Eagles. So that's all that matters. Their their defense overall, is yeah, they they won 17 to 11. So they had a good performance. So, just gotta say that, um, I am just so proud of the the current Aggies. The Aggies before were are are paying paving the way here at Monday Night Football. Jordan Love didn't really get his chance to shine, but um, I think at some point in, in the future, in the near future, once Aaron Rodgers like legit moves on and there's no more soap opera, I think Jordan Love will have a great chance. I mean, right now, Aaron Rodgers is 22 for 27 um, he, here as I'm recording at, um, after the Monday Night Football comes to a close, but I just want to shout out and 
Again, I appreciate you all for supporting the podcast. Please, if you're on Apple, please just go and and give us a five, hopefully a five star rating, and then review in the review. Let us know what you like or don't like about the podcast, and that helps us reach out to more Aggie fans. But we're definitely looking to grow the community. I know there's a bunch of you Aggie fans out there, so excited to see what what you guys say. If you have any questions or or definitely let me know. Reach out to thehivesports at gmail dot com. I can. I'm happy to answer as many of your questions as possible. And again, please go back and listen to our summer series uh, about the, the preview of the Boise State game. I think you'll find when 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 we get somebody on that has some more experience because I don't cover Boise every day. Or, I, I mean, we only see him like once a year in football. And then maybe twice a year in basketball, so it's really nice to have this series. I'm looking to get some more in the queue with some New Mexico people. I didn't quite get to all of them over the summer, just because you know summers can be busy and things happen. But I'll definitely get them in the queue. I think I have about four or five more to go. But these next couple of weeks, I mean, we'll have this one. We have one with our fun little BYU friends. The following um, that that you can listen to. So so definitely this will help you stay in the know. But until then. This is Dan, the, the Aggie fan, Dan, and I just want to say, like Aggies all the way. Let's let's keep being the comeback kids and and keep showing the world who, what Aggie Nation's about in the college and then the pros and all of you Aggie students, you know, in the classroom or in the workforce. Let's just keep being the best Aggies we can possibly be. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school, so check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.